summer, one for the winner. Strong often like Popeye for spinach. Let me finish. I'm talking business. This how you get off your man's so beginner. I got some new shoes and they still in the box. If he don't pay dues, then he's still in the box. My strap never locked. I pull it like slaps. This is send him. I'm dripping like Vegas. Don't fly. Don't fly. This one way. We blow trees every week. This is how we be. Living young and free. We blow trees every week. That's how we be. Living young and free. Getting high Welcome to another Parisha show. I'm your host, Parisha the Diva, and today I'm sitting with Atlanta native, artist, and financial educator, Type Todd. How you doing? Fine, fabulous, darling. I'm glad to have you on the show. So listen, I wasn't even gonna butcher up your artist name. I'm gonna try to pronounce it. I am and Cozy X. You literally said it right. I got it right? Yeah. Okay, that's Most of the time that I am the Cozy X, so I am the Cozy Koski. Uh -huh. so, okay, let's start with the name. How do I am in Cozy X? So my middle name is Nkozy, and it's from the Zulu tribe nations of Central King. So that's what's got it from. And it was named after Malcolm X. So, uh -huh. Power to the people. Yeah, so that's what I was like to do. I am Cozy X. I love it. So before we talk about the music, um, you actually have a background in financial education. So you know how to get to the bag. <laughs> Tell us, let's start there. Tell us a little bit about your background. Um, so yeah, so I never really understood how good I had it in regards to the fact that I had two parents who were, you know, business owners. So I didn't even realize how good I had it from them showing me how to move, how to hustle. I just naturally was always selling stuff. So I've always naturally dealt with people. I, I don't care what I'm saying. I'm reading your body language. I just naturally have to do it. Um, and then on top of that, I worked in corporate America, and I didn't go to school. I just started, you know, reading all the financial literacy books. Like I had peaked in high school. We don't have no financial literacy courses. Right, we don't. You know? That's a big problem for public schools. And then us in the black community, it's just ridiculous. So I peaked how they don't want to let you know how to learn how to leverage credit how to know how to do things with you know, taking a car and turning it into an asset. Right. People don't know that you can take a car and put it on tier and now your car is paid for. Everything's paid for. You know what I mean? Right. People don't know about, okay, how about I go lease out an apartment and put it on Airbnb so now it's an upstream income. So I'm focused on trying to use my platform to do that for people who teach them financial literacy. Um, music is just a platform to put that out so that I love it. I love it. So, and I'm glad you said that about the black community because we always try to talk about world events on this show. Um, I wanted to ask you your opinion. Why is it that you know our community is so high with the the uh, economy with shopping and stuff, but the lowest with like the income, with the, the income gap? I look at it now where it's like they really did a good job starting from school. All right. So from the moment we're in school, we're not understanding the true economics of being a consumer and how to be a consumer correctly. So, and then on top of that, you know, everybody just wants to naturally, of course, have all the designer. They're doing a pretty good job about it for their life. Right. You know what I mean? So, people just naturally don't feel a lot of people don't know how to be unique to themselves. That's why literally 97% of the world is in Texas. And people who are stepping outside of comfort zone is not for so many. It's that simple. So, it's just about, you know, people naturally following trends. They don't know how to be themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's all happening. No joke. I, mean, you know, I love yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's not knocking anyone who does that, but it's a difference in 
talking about it, you didn't even use it in a way where you could have been bad. Right. You don't saw it right away where it really you could have been bad. Instead of talking about how you dropped the money. Oh, okay. I love it. Very good question. And I actually, you have a platform, an anti-racism platform? Yeah, which, it's on my link tree. Okay, talk to me about that. Why is that important to you? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I just, I'm nationally known to now I'm pro I love it. I say that to the question everything. I didn't just go with the narrative of what everything was. And now that I'm older, it's just now I kind of use it the right way. At first, I was just, you know, my purpose was different. Now I'm understanding how to use it the right way. And, you know, just teach people the right way, move the right way, show them, you know, the things, just little things that help them improve themselves, not only financially, just in life. A lot of times, people don't have basic life skills that they need. Right. Right. So the platform is for people to, so do they donate to the platform? Yeah, they donate to the anti-racism platform. You can go in and donate however much you want. I also have Tight Town Cookies. I brought them here tonight. If you guys want to get some, it's $5. Every dollar out of each sale goes towards that as well, too. Um, now, are they cookies or are they cookies? No, they're just regular cookies. <laughs> I got chocolate, too. Yes. I want chocolate, too. That's on that. I'm trying to turn myself to audience now. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you think you bring to the music industry? I'm sorry, teachers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to like bring that like outcast in the newer version of how we are, and then I was also uh, very diverse in how I grew up in music. So I listened to a lot of '60s and '70s stuff, like Parliament and Funkadelic and all this. So I know how to do all that, and then bring in the people that I sit in now, like. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Young Louie, Davies, Future, um, Michael Jackson, Prince. Like I love taking all that and putting it together. So that way my, my sound can't be boxed. Um, and then I've watched how other artists now are doing it. But I've been watching how people are saying, you know, stuff is starting to just really sound insane. So I'm coming to it with a, a really different sound that I use by Mary in a way. Can you I listen to my narrative beats. My narrative beats. Yes. What is that? Those are Hertz waves okay. that are actually cool for the brain. Okay, so that's really like a meditation. All right, people don't even know that it's really better to it than listen to that first. Then go point your motivation. Then go last music. Okay. Because now you already fed your brain. You're good for the day. And did you use those kind of beats for your singles, Break Your Deck? Right. Very good. If you notice, it has a very adventurous feel. Right. And then what we do is we play with the waves. Oh. And all those options. So <laughs> that's where, like, I just take it, you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't even require me instruments. It's just, I literally want to play with sound waves because I notice how, okay, you got that person who just wants to join the beats. I'm going to make sure that I give you a beat that no matter what I'm saying. You're about to have a thousand people the beat box. You got some people who don't listen to the song. They right. listen to the beat. I'm still going to talk about something you can't even tell. So people who love lyrics, I still gave you that. The people who like them, you got them. So when you did Sprinkle That, were you actually, where were you at missing when you did that song? I was in LA. Were you high? Yeah, I was in LA. Um, it was my first time in LA. And I put you like this. I was supposed to be in LA for the weekend. It was my first time here. I ended up being in the program. I don't think I'm going to sit this. Okay. I didn't so you pleaded yeah. this. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I do a lot of now. Yes. <laughs> so but, um, you're, I'm actually, okay. yeah. you're actually an Atlanta native, so mm -hmm. we always get a lot of artists that come to show, but 
you know, we actually follow that and it makes it so much more better that we can actually go about the city. Yeah. So like, um, how do you feel about the hip hop industry out there? We're taking over. Clearly. Like, for real. People need to start playing with us. Like, just let it go, man. We need it. For real, like, we have Y'all gotta make space for other cities, though. No, we did. Louisiana said they feel like they getting blacklisted. No. Y'all boys still carrying up and you locked up. <laughs> for real, no. They doing great, too, no. The, just down south in general, they're a part of that stuff. So just how about we do it? Like down south in general, we have it on lock. Yeah. Atlanta has it on lock. Louisiana has it on lock. Florida has it on lock. Those are like. You might as well add Texas in there, too. Yeah. yeah, you might as well add South Carolina. What's that? Quick saying, guys. Yeah, you know Yeah, you know, you got the lady who brought out the Carolinas. You got Travis who brought out Houston. Like, come on. So do you think the North will ever get the throne again? My mom's a mom, so I can't say anything right now. Okay. No, I'm just saying. But. I feel like one day maybe, but you know, it's just hey, right now we got it. Time to, you know, at the end of the day, it used to be a time where think about it. Everybody used to go to New York. Everybody used to go to LA. Right now, everybody's coming to Atlanta. Yeah, we're cool in Atlanta. Just let you guys know. <laughs> Congratulations on your single "Blackness Bonus." Over half a million streams. Make some noise for y'all. That's the <laughs> Like, where were you when you found that and went to high? It went viral. Um, I was, uh, I want to say, I was in a studio. I was in the middle of recording, and he just stopped it. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm going to show you this. I was my producer, and then he showed it to me, and I was just like, well. And I didn't even know how to uh, process it, because I definitely put in a lot of effort trying to advertise it, and at that time, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just out there. I was really hit up influence and growing up. I would hit up a lot of bloggers growing up. I didn't know what I was doing. I really just knew I was trying my best. I was just sitting and watching YouTube videos all night. I'm like, what did this artist do to get on? What did this artist do? I would be up all night just watching them, trying to figure out something. Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, when I made that song, I had just got out of a car accident. So that's why that song is so crazy. Like, when you go listen to that song, that's why that song. that song is so crazy. Because I literally just had a car accident where I didn't have no business to get Oh my god. Fell asleep behind the wheel. And then I hit the side on the highway to the right, went all the way across to the other side, hit that, came back, hit it again, and was done. But somehow, some way, no other cars do all of that ever hit me, none of that. Wow, right we gotta next. be more careful. Yeah. That's crazy. We're definitely making that. So then the very next day, I'm gonna so you had a lot to say. Yep. And we know, we're not going to touch a lot about this, but we know you actually, you've been fighting through a, a depression mm -hmm. and you took some time off with your career. And we know that's a very big show that they have a lot in the black community and doesn't really get a lot of emphasis and news about it. So can you just lightly, like, where were you at in that time? Did you still have the, the need to record music? Like, were you still in your bag as an artist or were you just like completely shut off from the world? Well, I wouldn't say completely shut off. Um, and I don't use um, music as something that I have to depend on to that, so it allows me to always not have to worry like, oh, I better get out there and have this money or something. No, that's the only reason why I make sure I'm in financial literacy. So I was able to just figure myself out. It was very dark because um, a lot of it was natural in the black community. You know, you do a lot of toxic stuff. Yeah, straight yeah, up. Um, you suppress it, and we're a black man, so y'all know how it goes. We don't get to to deal with our emotions and stuff. So 
I was letting go of a lot of stuff that I kept picked up in my wedding. I guess they go get counseling with their sister stuff. I went and got a counselor that's a minority like me that can relate. Because the counselor, they they can't do like family, which I do when my situation turned out. tell you straight up. They don't have time to learn much care until you straight up. So I probably started doing that. This is great. I lived on that. Did it, did it have an impact on your career when you were? It time? did. It did because I'm not gonna lie to you. I was just close to just being like, you know, So now that you're moving back forward and you're on the right path, like, what are some of the steps you're gonna take to like not fall backwards or backslide? I learned to stop overworking myself. That's the last. Yeah. Stress out. Oh man. Um, my team just on the time that I'm gonna get the rest. Um, because I have just a tenacity to what I just did when I'm trying to get out, mm-hmm. and I had to pause. A big part of what it is, um, and on top of that, you know, I had a lot of stuff going on personally that just really had to find the reasons people. So, this the social media does that overwhelm you as an artist? Mm, yeah, because let's keep it a band. Like social media can be the best and the worst thing out of the way at the same time. So sometimes I get myself a social media break, and sometimes you're messing around, forget about the organicness of life. Right. Social media. Sometimes you gotta take a step away. So when when are you at your best with writing music? Like what mental state do you have to be in to go out and make like another song and clarify what God will use? Um it's always best when I'm in a pressured type of situation for whatever reason that's when it comes out best. Like if I'm in the middle of a, a big week with work for some reason that's when it's really hard. Yeah, my bad song music come out of some really crazy situations. But I've also had time periods where like I go through something and just go in there and let all that out. And it always ends up being my best work, I noticed. That I'm like, okay, you know, make sure it's not always the case. And it to be more you know, just free flowing doing things. So it's a mixture of everything. It's really not no just whole level. It, you never know. Um, it's just about how I feel at that time. And it depends on the style of Okay, a true artist. And you also have a docu-series you're working on. Talk to us a little bit about that. Is that like a, are you working on it in Atlanta? Is it gonna be a movie about your life? Or? So, the point of it is like, I'm pretty much just letting people see everything from the time that I finally said I'm all in with this. That's another reason why I had to come back and I was like, wait, you said you were all in with this. So yeah, letting people see from that time period all the way up to now, what happened was. Um, but you took time away from your career? Everything. Okay. Like, they're going to see all that part. The but good, the bad, and Yeah, because it starts off with me being hip. And you're going to see my depression period. You're going to see when I took time off. You're going to see everything. You're going to see all that stuff. And um, it's just me doing this so that people can see me behind the scenes. Okay. Um, me understanding also the way content works from a business aspect now, too. It's like, it don't matter how good your music is, our day and age, they want to see, they want to see who you are. Yes, I tell artists that all the time, you gotta yeah. get out there and show yourself. So, I have a quote from you. Mm-hmm. Pain don't last forever, had to finally let some serious demons go to find me and see me. Let me say it one more time. Pain don't last forever, had to finally let some serious demons go to find me and see me. 
So I, I say you were at your darkest time and be happy that you moved past that. What advice can you give to artists and young people who are also going through like the depressed stages, they just feeling overwhelmed with their artistry, or just not even if you're like in the music, but just depressed period? Uh, make sure you really find something that you can use as your coping skills. Um, and I suggest things that I did that I can suggest for you, anyone who's dealing with it. Wake up, make sure you have your quiet space. Literally make sure you give yourself a minute and 40 minutes. Nothing but peace and fire. Your black area needs plant. And that's it. Don't let nothing else be around you. Got that for at least 40 minutes. The reason why is because your brain operates at a three triangle rate. So that's why naturally people came and started past 30 minutes and on the show and falling asleep. So we're at best between 30 to 60. So always do it for at least 40 minutes. 40 minutes at your peak. Do that. Then Find something that you love so that you can write it out, okay? Go find some type of counseling, all right? Go watch motivations. Or for some people, they find their outlet working out. I that's know exactly. for me, that's always been great. I'll go work it out to the Oh, we see the guns coming in. Oh, it's tight too, Jesus. So that's what I do and suggest for people. And make sure you have someone in your corner. Don't have that friend that's going to tell you what you want to hear. It's not about to help you. Have that friend in your corner if you have it. Vent to them, but they're going to tell you what's up. Man. It's up to you to listen. You have to take constructive criticism. I know that my generation does not like to deal with constructive criticism. We don't. 2009 babies. Yeah, younger babies. Younger babies. Tougher skin. Yeah. We're going to play hot seat questions. Okay. So I'm going to roll it out. This is hot seat question. I'll love information. Ready? <clears throat> Ever lost a fight? Yeah. Best ATL wing spot? Three seconds. Two seconds. ATL, we chose. I've never been here. Is it good? Biggest lesson learned in 2020. Ooh, biggest lesson learned in 2020 was um, stop always just loving and doing it for others um, and expecting the same energy in return. Just do it. Good lesson. Worst rapper of all time. <laughs> No, I know. Who is this? Oh, man. Three seconds. What's his name? Uh, Lil Nas X. Ah! No, not Nas X. No, not Nas X. Not, um, what's his name? Lil Zane. Lil Zane. Oh, no. Family. Moving on. What would be your weapon of choice in the zombie apocalypse? He's scared of friends. The zombie apocalypse. Three seconds. Uh, change song. Kind of when you pizza, yes or no? Yeah. Would you rather be a basketball player or an astronaut? Basketball player. Would you go three rounds in a, in a ring of wood and weigh for $10,000? If each round was at three minutes a round? <laughs> 10 bands. What did I do? Move around? Favorite highlight? For real? Think about it. Move around. <laughs> Just run. You think it's that easy? <laughs> All that do is last around. I said three rounds. Three rounds. I mean, it was one round. I didn't get a shake. Okay. All right. Be a hundred and ten thousand dollars. What's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is um, Juneteenth. Good. Of course, good people. Have you ever had sex in your parents' house? Yes. <laughs> I have not. The diva has never. 
This new God played with Martha Stewart. <laughs> and play games social media links. Where can everybody follow you at if they are not following? Oh, follow me on all social media platforms. All you can do is really put in Type Town LLC. That's how you can find me everywhere. I am a Cozy X. I am a Cozy X is my artist name. I I A M N K O S I X. That is my artist name. But you won't have to worry about it. All you gotta do is go to my social media platforms. It'll always take you straight to my music. So you'll find me easy. I am a Cozy X. My loud feature up another amazing episode. Dope artist, already from Atlanta. Follow him on all platforms. You already know where to follow me at. Your only diva at Carisha Diva on all platforms. And now Amazon Music going up to be soon on Fox. So have a blessed day. Peace.